And we're back. Whether you're new or old and just beginning to listen or have listened since day one, I'm glad you're here. Give this one a listen. I feel like it's going to bless a lot of people. It's the first part of Mary Parks' testimony. Yes, we kind of act like doofuses in the end, and I don't apologize for it. So, give it a whirl. Thanks for listening. Today, I have a very special lady that I think is very special. Oh, and I know you. in the eyes of our Heavenly Father definitely is. And um, she's going to give us an amazing testimony that blows, I think, anybody out of the water. Um, <laughs> not to say it was easy, by no means. No. And it's been not easy trying to record it. So I rebuke anything that comes against us again. Yes. So let's take it from the top, the name Mary. Of Jesus. This is Mary. She's going to give a word and a testimony. And... Uh, Start us out again, Mary. You had some notes wrote down you want yes. to start in with, and we'll yes. take it from there. Well, hello, everybody. Nice to meet everybody. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm going uh, <laughs> to read my notes before I uh, my whole start two, with. My whole two people that listen to my podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> my mom that. and, like, myself. I listen. Maybe, maybe my husband if he's bored. <laughs> Um, I'm going to read my notes first and then I'll, uh, it all goes. I'm glad you're here. It's not, this is. I feel blessed to be here and I'm so glad. I'm going to tell you this though, before we start even. It is an honor that you're taking this leap of faith with me and it's not taken lightly. So remember that. Thank you, Phyllis. I really feel blessed that you and honored that you asked me to do this and I'm so glad we're finally here. And we're able to do this uh, for the Lord. And you're taking a big step, stepping out for the Lord and doing this podcast, you know, because I know it's not easy and you stay up late and you do this and you will you get you get it done. You get it done, girl. <laughs> Thank you. But all the Lord, I just am the person pushing the buttons like the Wizard of Oz and the man behind the curtain. <laughs> with me. Um, so the notes that I wrote down kind of all um, tie into uh, my testimony. This is just like a little mini nugget that kind of uh, ties into everything. So it kind of makes it easier. So I'll read what I got and then go from there. So um, here it goes. When my father passed away, it took a piece of me. It shattered our whole family. It was a very traumatic thing to get through and deal with at such a young age. I really never dealt with it. Till I got older. When it first happened, I used to have horrible nightmares. I really never blamed God, but I never had a personal relationship with him. I got caught up I got caught up going with friends and was too busy focusing on other things. I think that's when the negative thoughts started coming about myself, and I never felt close enough to anyone to tell them what was going on with me. The enemy doesn't want us to have contentment in our lives. And he puts that shame and fear and guilt in our heads constantly. The Lord only wants what's best for us. He's not a God of shame and fear and guilt. He says, come unto me, all who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give you rest. Not come unto me, and I will give you fear and guilt and shame. 
There was a time I was lost, broken, and confused. I actually quit a few times, but my Lord was always there through it all. But I always had a healer, a savior, a rescuer. But it was up to me. He saved and rescued completely. Where the addiction came into play, it could be caused by a number of things. Trauma, family dynamics, a familiar spirit saying, hey, this one looks good. I know where I know where the family are triggered by by just things that happened throughout my life. Triggers as they call them can be completely different from one person to the next. Some people have perfect lives and it still happens, so I don't know. Like my father for instance. He struggled a lot with mental health issues and depression throughout his life. So he, he used alcohol to cover up and mask his problems. But he was a born again believer. He always told us about Jesus. That was very important. But I find talking about mental health is so important in men and women, especially because it's through, especially becomes, especially because it comes through and shows itself in so many things in so many different ways, through addiction, through body challenges, and body dysmorphia like bulimia, through cutting yourself, it all comes back to the enemy and playing with our minds and telling us we're not good enough, that you can't do anything, that you're not strong enough. If there's one thing I, if there's one thing I know, actually a few things, is that addiction doesn't discriminate. I, it don't matter if you're a woman or a man, a teenager with dreams, a father, a brother, a sister, a mom, a housewife, trying, trying her best to keep it all together, a grandmother or a grandfather, an athlete. It comes in slowly, slowly to take everything you have until that's the only thing that matters and hopes and dreams get shattered. But just for a moment, the Lord is always there, was always there by my side, even if he felt so very far away. But I know I wouldn't be here sharing this tonight if my Jesus wasn't there with me in every aspect of my life. So I'm here to tell you my story, to tell you that it's not the end. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. There is hope and there is healing and a better life. If you're still in a dark place, you don't have to be. Jesus is there waiting with his arms wide open. If you are willing to take that step, I know I had to do it. It isn't, it has, it hasn't always been easy, but it sure was worth it. I'm Mary and here's some of my story and my testimony. That was just my few words. I know it was like long, <laughs> sorry. No, it was like kind of like tied it neatly in a bow and let's expand on it. Okay. So, um, if you can't, yes, and yes. where you want to, yes. So, um, I had a problem, um, with a little bit problem with depression and anxiety and body dysmorphia, and it all kind of started. Well, it kind of opened the door to say when I was younger with diapills and bulimia to mess the problems I had going on on the inside. Um, so I guess. A lot of people do, you know, 
diet pills and stuff like that. It just um, is something you'll do to stay, you know, to get thinner and stuff like that. But it, it escalated and blew out of proportion into um, I had to be thinner and thinner and thinner. And then um, it ended up going into this whole spiral of full-blown eating disorder um, to where I had a fear of, um, it wasn't like a fear, I guess it was, because it was like, if I eat this meal, I have to make sure I can get it up, I have to make sure, if I go to a restaurant, I have to make sure that there's a bathroom, um, or if I'm with people, I would have to walk to a bathroom, um, you have to make sure you drink enough liquid, um, and I found out that, um, through, like, dealing with, like, um, mental health and stuff like that, that that's a way of, like, control, because, um, having, like, trauma, and you had a system, yeah, yeah, and you had a functioning system with how to, where am I gonna go after I eat this, and how am I gonna, what's the place to do it, even Mm -hmm. say keep hydrated and drink plenty, Mm -hmm. like, that's a system, yeah, (laughs) Oh, I that that's a part of, like, if you've been through trauma or stuff like that, um, because being through trauma and stuff, like, your world feels out of control, or if things are out of control in your life, that having that control, that's a form of, like, control. You can control your body. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. I know it sounds strange, (laughs) but um, that's, like, a form of, uh, yeah, control, so... Um, but yeah, the Lord healed me from that. I'm healed from that. But, um, so that went from, uh, diet pills to that, to, um, further on down the line, it escalated into other things when I started getting migraines and started, the enemy came further into my life and I, uh, started getting seizures. Um, and you know, now I, now that the scales have been taken off my eyes and I think back on it, I'm like, wow, like the enemy really had his, just his hand, like in my life a lot, because he was like, you know, bam, I'm going to hit you with this and a full blown seizure disorder for no reason out of nowhere, out of the blue. Um, and I was taking them almost every day. Um, sometimes I would take a couple a day and, um, thank, you know, thank the Lord, I haven't took one since like 2015 or 16. Um, but they couldn't find the right medicine to put me on. Um, they didn't know what was why I was taking them. And they tried to say they were they were due to stress and all this nonsense. But um, yeah, that was just another thing. And then uh, so after that, it was like. Uh, doctors prescribed me, you know, um, basically pills to go on and that ended up, you know, going into an addiction. And then when, um, that happened, it just changed my whole, whole world, you know, that became, um, a nightmare actually. And a nightmare that I never intended to happen because, um, you don't wake up one day like, and say, Hey, I'm going to 
you know, be an addict. Nobody wakes up and says, hey, I'm going to be, you know. So when you wake up and you're like, I can't believe I'm in this, this uh, cycle, this endless cycle of, of masking my, my problems up instead of dealing with them, instead of going to the Lord with them, because I was always, I was always a Christian, like, but I wasn't, I never had a relationship. That's why I said in my, my note that I never had that, that personal relationship. Yeah, I went to church. Yeah, I did things in church. I did this, but it was like, whatever was going on in my outside world, I let it affect me like so bad. Um, I let it just really, really affect me. But once I let Jesus, when I actually let Jesus like into my life, my whole like world changed. Like you can, you can drop a building on me right now and it wouldn't affect me. It's unbelievable. Once, once you get that, that change in your life, how different, how different things are. You know what I mean? Um, but no, I was, I say I I do, but then I don't at the same time because I like to put (sighs) things down at God's feet and pick them back up, put it down (laughs) and pet it for a while. Yeah. Put it down. Like, are we going to fix this yet? I'll just take care of it, Lord. Like, so it's kind of a cycle for me too. Yeah. And like when I got the, um, and we'll do that in the next one with the, with the diagnoses and stuff with my kids, but with my boy, that was like a whole other thing. You know what I mean? That I had to like go through and deal with. But at that time, that was like the rug was being pulled under my feet. You know what I mean? My, when my son got diagnosed with autism, but for some people, like I am now, I'm a completely different person. But back then I was kind of, um, not bitter, but like, like for instance, when my father died, like I didn't blame God, but when my son got diagnosed, there were so many things going on. I was the original, like, okay, what now God? Like, really? Like this really had to happen? Like, you know what I mean? I just looked at it like at such a different um, view than I do now. You know what I mean? I just, I was just was such a different person back then. Um, and I do think a lot had to play with not having that personal relationship, having addiction in my life, having so many other things controlling me um, than I do now. And um, I just, I shut off from the world. There was a time where I was like, oh, I'm so fine to go around people and be everyone's best friend (laughs) and all that. And then there was um, the time where it got later in life where it was like, I didn't have any friends. I didn't, um, I isolated. Isolated you. Yeah. I isolated you out of any circulation and so nobody yes. to talk to, you no know, kind of resources to kind of pluck you up from, yes, you know, yes. where you was at or say, come on, let's go do this and get your mind off yeah. this for a minute. Yeah. And we do that to ourselves to kind of, or the enemy does it to me and he, at times to self-sabotage. Like he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I see you're working in this direction. Mm-hmm. And even though you're flawed and you're sinning in this other direction, you're still trying to repent and turn away. Mm-hmm. and he'll get me in my head um, I've done mm-hmm. a lot with this whole 
ordeal of the podcast. I know it's silly. It's something small. But he'll make me doubt myself with everything. And I have nothing, again, to do with it. This is, you know, the Lord's show. It's, at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's not about even Mary. It's about what God has done in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the enemy loves to isolate me at times. Mm -hmm. And so I understand that. And then there's times where the Lord, I can honestly say this though, the Lord will isolate me at sometimes where, so he'll speak to me a lot clearer. So there's no noise mm -hmm. around me. But in yeah. your case, you were saying basically isolation is what I got from it. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh on. no, it's okay. Um, no. So I was isolated and took out and away from everybody. And then I was just like, like angry. Then I got to the point where I was just like, well, angry at everybody and didn't want to be around everybody and thought I was okay. Thought I was okay. But I knew deep down inside that I knew though that whole time the Lord was with me. But at the same time, it was, it's, it's kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde thing <laughs> because I knew that I was like fighting with my own self. I was like, self, you're being bad and you're not supposed to be doing this and crying out to God. But at the same time, I was like, I hated everybody. You know, it was, it was such like a weird thing. I was fighting with myself constantly. He's and fighting your flesh. Yeah. You got to fight yeah. the flesh daily and it's hard. Yeah. yeah. So and... I, I can't imagine it with the, you know, everything going on and then dealing with the cycle of the abuse of the other stuff and then yeah. having the rug pulled out from underneath you with your boy. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, it's and, a battle, mm -hmm. but daily battle. And but the Lord never left my side because I was in like there's been tons of times where I could have the enemy easily could have took me out of this world. And um, the Lord never left my side. He's he wants me here for something. So and um, Amen. you know, um, I. It wasn't until I surrendered to the Lord. I completely and utterly surrendered. And I knew that I was done. I knew that I couldn't go on living the way I was living. I knew that I couldn't go on being the wife I was being, being the person I was being, being a slave to this to this addiction, being the slave to the world, basically being a slave, you know what I mean? And I completely surrendered and mm -hmm. I was, I was on my knees and I cried out to the Lord. I literally cried out to the Lord. I can really, um, uh, cause I was watching his testimony. I've watched it a few times, you know, um, him from corn, Brian, Brian head Welsh. I've watched his thing and, um, when he said that he had that like aha moment and he cried out to the Lord and he was, he's like, he, you know what I mean? When he had that thing, when he gave up and he cried out to the Lord, that's, that's yeah. what I did. I cried out to the Lord and I was like, Jesus, I was like, I can't, um, I can't do this anymore. And, uh, it was like, that was it. And it was like the next day, um, the next day I actually, um, I went and, um, a friend of mine came and came, uh, to my house 
and she talked to me and um she was like you know mary we need to talk <laughs> and um she was like you know but she talked to me like a friend and what i liked it about what i what actually i love about her is that there was no there was no judgment from her there was no um there was nothing but love that came from her there was all I there was I was just going to ask was that like a love like a yes. love rather than Yes, yes, like a concern, like like yes. not just a concern, but like Mary, this is enough. I love you. Yeah, and it's enough now. Yeah, and she sat me down, but she was like, "What's going? What's going on with you?" Like she wanted to talk to me. It wasn't like mm -hmm. it wasn't like she was like instructing me like you have to, because all the times before that, people was like, "You're so bad. You need to do this, and you need to do that, and you're gonna, you know what I mean?" And it was always like. Mm -hmm fighting you know what I mean and that's why I think my flesh and whatever was wrong with me was always fighting back because I always felt so judged and condemned and like you know what I mean so it's like a rebellion yeah yeah so she came with love and that's why it was so different I think that's why yeah that's exactly why it was so different she just had such love in her eyes and in her heart that and I remembered when she was talking to me, I know it was the Lord and it was the Holy Spirit because it flashed in my brain. Like, do you remember what you prayed for last night? <laughs> and this was like flashing in my brain. And I was just like, yes. And it was just like I was ready. And I just, I was ready, finally ready to go and get the help that I needed. And I went and it was the best thing that I ever done. Kind of rainbows, but it's I've never had such peace and freedom. contentment and freedom and, and freedom. And I after that, it was like I still had no friends. I still had no I had the one friend that took me there, but I still had nothing. But but now, like after that, it was like a year, a couple of years later, it took me. I, what did I do? Um, I did the, I went on like this pr uh, prayer um, fasting walk thing. And one, one of my prayers was here I'm sitting, a 36 year old woman um, that has like no friends, no godly friends. That was my specific prayer. I was Lord, I want godly friends that can help me, that can help me seek your word. Because um, I always want to share my testimony. The second it happened, I was like, I want to share this testimony. I want to do, do something for you, Lord. I want to like, you know, I was very specific was about my no prayer. There was no hesitation when I, when I asked, <laughs> when I asked you, that's what I say. Like it, there was no hesitation yeah. and that is bold, Mary. Like that is bold, <laughs> not just coming from a place that you were at it yeah. from, I don't know. I feel like a woman, a woman gets more stigmatized by this than men. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard not to because yeah. as a mom, um, especially as a mom to me anyway, you feel every little hurt that they feel. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because you can't put a Band-Aid on certain things and fix them. Yeah. And you have to navigate through life with it, you know, however mm -hmm. the Lord sends you. And it's hard to lean on just the Lord with it because it, it's, you know, you carried them. You, you know, mm -hmm. they was in your belly. Um, but at the same time, the Lord formed them in your womb and 
gave you this, yeah. you know, your two babies that are beautiful to me. I think they're fabulous. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I'm actually I, glad you brought that talking, up. I, oh, no, I'm glad you brought that up about uh, the significance. Mm -hmm. Of the um, woman, of just the of woman women, like yeah. dealing with this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. because because um, I feel like it is stigmatized, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, because uh, we do, and I feel that it's um, it's very hard, and I think a lot of women suffer in in silence um, because even down to like you know eating disorders, and um, I think a lot of women mm -hmm. have eating disorders. A lot of women struggle with um, um, things that I struggle with, and they're too nervous um, to come out and talk about it, get it off their shoulders, um, and or even get the help that they need because they're scared of the stigmatism behind it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I yeah. Well, I eat my feelings, so I went the opposite direction <laughs> that you went into. I eat my feelings. Oh, I eat my feelings now. <laughs> Um, but when we were talking and stuff, um, the scripture come to mind just now, and I'm not just saying this, but it's so if the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed. But mm -hmm. as we were talking, I happened to look at my dictionary and stuff and the word free, if you look at the root of the Greek word of it means liberated mm -hmm. or exempt from liability. So, um, that means that that verse basically you were liberated mm -hmm. and exempted from anything that had happened before and even though you were held in captivity because mm -hmm. sin was kind of your master as it is all of us daily so mm -hmm. there's no judgment here but now this is another one that come up now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom so not only you set free, but you have that mm. spirit of the Lord and that presence of the Lord in your life. And yes. you're like night and day, like there's a flip side to every coin. Mm -hmm. And I might have not have known you then, but I know mm -hmm. the married now. Yeah. And that's a totally <laughs> different gal that you're you're telling me about before. Yeah. Yeah. She's that that gal's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she's gone <laughs> she's dead and buried uh, thank god yes, yes I just think about sometimes I'm like gosh I can't believe like uh, like I just was I don't know I just I don't want to say weak I do I'm like gosh why was she so like weak you know what I mean but I know I know I shouldn't say that about myself because that's like but I was like I would I really would let like a lot of things get to me and I would let like um a lot of things bother me like like if um somebody wouldn't call me back or or i would be like well maybe they they heard something about me that's not true and like you know what i mean because then all that comes into play next you know what i'm saying like like you know what i'm saying then then the enemy will start to attack you within type of things you know what i'm saying and then it's like oh yeah. you know like okay and then it's just yeah, but it's been it's been so a long road. The, the, yeah, you've been from like the beginning of the road was you kind of entered into this realm of being a young girl and kind of being insecure like every young girl is, mm -hmm. and that kind of led a, down a path that was kind of self destructive 
and the enemy took well advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And then when you got yourself in check and got better, then the enemy tried to come back in and isolate you again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you done something about it this time. You come up swinging. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I uh, no more taking it. Nope. And um, now I uh, I went. And when I went on them prayer walks, I specifically prayed. I was like, I want to have godly friends, Lord, and you're going to give them to me. <laughs> and I had to do, I went on them prayer walks two, I think two, uh, two years in a row. I don't want to lie. I don't know if it was two. Yeah, two years. I know she has them every year, but um, I was praying for other things. But that I remember that was one of my prayers. And then um, the Growing in the Word study came up. And... Um, when I start, when I joined the Growing in the Word study, ladies. yes, we love you girls. When the Growing in the Word study came up, I um, joined it, and then it's just been a growing thing ever since then. Um, now I am a leader in one of them um, Growing in the Word studies. I never ever would have thought that would have happened for me, coming from that to this. You know what I mean? And now I have mm-hmm. girls on there that are like. Um, that are like telling me how much they love our study and how much, um, how much, uh, they've grown from the study and just like, I just can't, be- I just, I can't believe it. You know what I mean? And like, I look forward to having our meeting every week. It's just, it's once a week. Um, we meet on there and, you know, we grow on the word, we get in our word and we do, you know, our, I think we're in Hebrews right now, right? Yeah. Um, but to go from where I was at to lost, broken, bound, addicted, to fear of everything, to now leading a woman's study group every week, like, you know, and having friends, like, you know, I can, I have friends that I having can call up. Having that fellowship that you're yes. for. Having fellowship. And, and somebody that can pray yes. for you and you can pray for. Yes. That's amazing, yes. Mary. Yes. You're I talking testimony thank you thank you and there isn't days like there you know there there we still have our struggles like you know we still have our normal daily struggles because we're people we're human but i would give i would not give like one day like up for that you know what i mean i would never go back there to have you know what i mean to have one day without jesus you know it's it's un it's unbelievable. Um I just I don't want to cry, but like I just I thank him every day. I just thank him every day that I'm alive. I thank him every day for my for my uh beautiful kids and then we can't that's I don't wanna give like away too much, but that's like a whole other thing. <laughs> but um yeah, that was like another one that the devil tried to take me out with and that never happened, but, um, there's a, um, a song I wanted to, I'm not going to sing it, but I'm just, I love the words in this song. And I think her name, is her name Nicole, Nicole Miller? Is that her name? That sings this song, do you know? I don't know, but probably so. My little girl has a full on, um, like a back-to-back playlist of Jesus music. Thank God it's Jesus music. Nope. Cole Miller. But the words in it I love. It says, 
Are you, <clears throat> are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause the shame done all it's stealing. And are you desperate for some healing? Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. Rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can't save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and his grace is free. And the good news is I know that he could do for you what he done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And let my Jesus change your life. Who can wipe away the tears from the broken dreams and wasted years. And tell the past to disappear. Oh, let me tell you about my Jesus. And all the wrong turns that you would. Go and undo if you could. Who would work it all? Who would work it out all for your good? Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. Rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can't save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And there's a hook, you know, it goes hallelujah. But I just love those words because it's so true. Every time that song's on, I, I love it. <laughs> I just think that yeah, song's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's Ann Wilson who sings that song. I don't want yes. to get sued for copyright infringement. <laughs> okay, Mary. Okay. <laughs> but no, it's a beautiful song. And I see why you would relate to it. Because I think everybody can relate to it in their day-to-day -day walk. Mm. But where yours is amazing testimony. It really is. I know that you Thank had you. to go through hell and back to get it. But the fact yeah. that you're here sharing it so willingly. And that's all God gives, asks us is to be willing yeah, and to be bold and to serve him and to, if we just touch one person yeah, and walk the walk and God see, and somebody sees something else and they say, Hey, what is Mary got that I don't got? Mm -hmm. Then you can tell them about your Jesus. Yes. Amen. And if there's anybody listening, that's like in that place, you know, um, you don't have to be. Jesus is waiting, like I said earlier, with his arms wide open, you know, and you can come out of that dark place and just give it all to him. Just just ask Jesus to show up, just be in your life, just ask him to reveal himself to you, come into your heart, and he'll show up. He will. He will show up for you. He showed up for me. There's countless stories I've seen where people just called out to him and they've showed up, they've showed up for them. And he meets us exactly where we are. I mean, mm -hmm. it's proven time and time again through biblical things. And I know there's things that goes around the internet, like little sayings and it wasn't the well he was going for. It was the woman at the well. So yes. this is exactly where we're at, whether we're at the well in the wilderness or praising his name and hallelujah it at a pulpit or a pew. Mm -hmm. I'm good. so grateful that we have that access to him because not everybody does. Mm -hmm. The enemy lies and steals and tries to kill because he tried to take you out, Mary, I feel like. And yeah, I feel like you're going to God's going to move. And Thank that's you. not, I mean, that's just me. I'm not God. I can't speak for God, but that's what I get from you. Yeah. I'm like, God, move. I know we're just trying mm -hmm. to share this. It's been, it's been very hard. And, um, 
I was like, I'm not letting nothing stop me. <laughs> I don't care if I have to go to the payphone. <laughs> yeah, come, come up swinging, Mary. You come up swinging. <laughs> Do you want to lead us out? Or is there anything else that you want to touch on before you lead us out in a salvation prayer for us? Um, I, uh, just if there's anybody, uh, listening that's in, you know, like I said, that dark place, you know, I'm an open book. Um, you can feel free to reach out to me if you want, if you want to. All right. Now, so for this is for serious, because we had a bit of technical difficulties earlier. I'm going to ask Mary to do a salvation call. And she's going to be snapping necks and cashing checks for Jesus with the salvation call. And I am leaving oh, yeah. this in here. So just so you know, okay. I am for reals now. Okay. So lead us on, Mary. All right. So anyone who wants to, um, that's listening to this, that wants to make Jesus uh, their Lord and Savior, just say the simple prayer. Jesus, I asked you to come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen, amen. that we got through that Mary without being yes. Officer Doof. I'm also yes. leaving this in, by the way. I'm not editing this part okay. out. I'm leaving Snap and That was like our 25th one. Jesus. <laughs> yes. I'm leaving this in there. It's okay. Oh, that's okay with me, too. Girls, and we love Jesus. Yes. And we're giving him all the glory. And we had fun. I can't, for reals, though... I can't for reals, though, tell you that it's not taken lightly, and it is like saying, okay, Phyllis, I don't really know you that well, but I'm going to hold your hand and jump off the cliff with my life and <laughs> tell you my testimony, um, because that's how I feel, because, again, I do believe you are going to be snapping necks and catching checks for Jesus <laughs> with this testimony. Um, I hope so. In all seriousness. And I'm really honored, and it's not taken lightly. And I hope I do it just with the editing area, even though I want to kind of keep all of our bloopers in there. Me too. And I why, could, why couldn't I see the salvation back. call? I don't know, man. Sometimes you just get tongue-tied or stutter and Stanley like I do. And it yeah. took me two weeks to make the intro. Go listen to that one-minute saga of... <laughs> craziness and that's crazy town in the background of my family and i mean i just had to pull the trigger yeah so your intro was i want to thank really mary again thank you're you. welcome i, want to I thank had mary fun again i appreciate it you're I think welcome it's gonna be awesome everything is awesome mary mm -hmm. especially jesus. everything is awesome when you have jesus yes keep Yes, and I'm just going to keep talking and just going to like keep playing and let make people listen to us chit-chat Yeah. and think, is it over yet? And then I'm going to come back <laughs> with something else. Yeah. But no for reals. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Mary, for being here. And I want You're you to welcome. I loved again. it. Yes, I'll be back again with my other, with more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. There's more. Oh, wait. There's more. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope it blessed you like it blessed me. Um, like all my guests and anybody that comes on and gives a word or testimony or whatever it may be. Um, suggestions, want to be on the show and give your testimony and word. Whatever the means. I want to reiterate, I think it goes without saying, but I'll say it again. 
I'll say it anyway. It's all confidential. Um, you email me at the three tables podcast at gmail.com. It goes there. And if you're trying to connect with somebody that you might want to speak to about something, a topic on here that really hits you or whatever there, number one rule of fight club is there is no fight club. Number one rule of the email for the three tables podcast at gmail.com is there is no email. So again, I invite you to step out and to join if God lays something on your heart or if you have a suggestion. Anyway, be blessed.